Welcome to Mindset, Mess and Magic, the podcast show empowering you to develop the self-belief, habits and mindset you need to step out of your comfort zone and consciously create a life you love and deserve. Join me as we navigate the mess and magic of life whilst dreaming big and overcoming challenges along the way. I'm your host, Hayley Scott Summers, and I am super excited to be on this journey with you. Hello, welcome back to Mindset, Mess and Magic. I'm Hayley Scott Summers, your host, and today we're talking about how to stop making excuses and actually make time for the goals you set yourself. It's a really common topic. I hear it all the time. <laughs> I do not have enough time to do the thing that I want to do. So I wanted to I wanted to have a conversation about this because it is official. Last month, we saw the passing of the summer solstice, which I always think marks a really tangible halfway point for the year. So last month, halfway through the year, it came and went and we're already now approaching mid-July. So is anyone else left wondering how we got here so fast? I don't know about you, but for me, it feels like only yesterday that we had the whole year ahead of us. Fresh blank canvas to create and build and grow. So what about you? What about all those things that you said you'd do in 2022? The resolutions and intentions, the lists and carefully created vision boards. Well, I know I'm not the only one that does that. (laughs) So are you exactly where you thought you'd be this time? Or is the year flying by so quickly that you're left wondering how you're ever going to get around to doing the thing that you want to do? You know, the thing, whatever sprang to mind for you then, that is your thing. So whether you decided that this year was going to be the year that you finally started making good on your dreams, with maybe starting a side hustle or writing a book, or maybe it was making your health and fitness a priority, but you just have still struggled to find the time. Whatever it was for you that you decided you wanted to do and that you're still not doing, I want you to know that there is still plenty of time to pursue your goals and dreams this year. It is still achievable. How do we magically find this elusive time then that we always seem to be lacking? Firstly, we have to start with a few mindset shifts, along with taking a look at how we perceive time so that we can make the most of it and actually create time to do the thing. I mean, okay, that's probably a little bit misleading. We can't actually create time, but what we can do is free our time up and choose to spend it differently. Okay, that is absolutely a choice. So we do this firstly by starting with the stories that we tell ourselves. And sometimes, not always the case, but sometimes you have to stop fibbing to yourself. Okay, sometimes we lie to ourselves about the time that we have available. Last week, I spoke about limiting beliefs and how the stories we tell ourselves really impact our ability to be able to make progress in certain areas of our life how this holds us back. And I have to say that our perception of time is absolutely no exception because more often than not, we don't need more time, although just throwing it out there to the universe, more time would always be lovely. (laughs) What we actually really need is a little more self-belief and let's be honest, a little less procrastination. (laughs) There, I said it. It is honestly the most common reason that people give for not seeing through their goals and dreams oh, I've always wanted to do this, but I just don't have time. There isn't any time. I have no time. It's something that I hear really frequently. But as a coach, it is my job to challenge those beliefs so that you can move forward and stop selling yourself short by basically not making excuses. Those are the little lies that we tell ourselves. And we're not even aware that we do it. Do you remember that slogan that was going around Um, A few years back, it was super popular. It was like on t-shirts and mugs and it was like a whole Instagram hashtag thing about we all have the same 24 hours in a day as Beyonce. Well, that is 
rubbish. <laughs> Unless you have Beyonce's entourage, that does not apply to you at all. Okay, so I'm not about to start spouting such ridiculous nonsense. However, what I would ask you is, are you, hand on heart, making the most of the 24 hours every day that you have available? Or do you know deep down that with a little organisation and focus, you might just secretly have that time stowed away, just waiting, ready to be put towards something wonderful and meaningful? Yeah, well, if this is ringing a bell, then this episode is definitely for you. So here's how we find out the truth about how much time you really have and how to make better use of it. There are five strategies that I will commonly use with clients who are struggling for time. And, you know, different things come up for different clients. So I really suggest giving each one of them a try. Don't just pick one and give up because it didn't quite yield the answers you were looking for. First up, we have diary for a day. This is where you log everything you do on an average day, from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep and how much time you spend on everything in between. It sounds super boring and I'll be honest and say it is kind of laborious, but it is actually a really great way to highlight exactly where your time is going or more accurately, where it could be going. And I see this as more of a mindfulness exercise because sometimes just doing this activity alone is enough to make you want to spend your time better. Nobody wants to write down, spent four hours watching Netflix and then still complain they have no time, right? And I recommend doing this for maybe even a week because all days are different. If you're juggling kids and, you know, with all of their activities and after school clubs and maybe a job as well or a side hustle, each day is going to look different. So do it for a week and see what comes up for you. What pockets of time can you find? Tip number two is get intentional. What is the first thing that springs to mind when you think about where your time goes? And is this really a priority? If it is a priority, let's say, for example, spending time with your kids and family, how can you find a way to work smarter towards your goals and still spend time here? Because you don't have to sacrifice time for things that are a priority. So what would a healthy balance look like for you? When I was a single mama raising my daughter on my own, I was working and studying and time was not abundant at all. I didn't have a good family support network. So I was completely reliant on myself and nursery and after school clubs and so on and so forth. And I had to be very intentional about how my time was spent. So I would dedicate time with my daughter and make decisions about what was non-negotiable for us as a little family alongside what was non-negotiable surrounding my own personal goals. And don't get me wrong, I did not always get this right. This isn't a, oh, I did this thing and I managed to find this wonderful balance. No, I didn't always get it right. But I was very intentional and I learned along the way. Still learning. <laughs> On the flip side, when you think about what where your time goes and what it looks like for you, maybe the thing that comes up isn't quite so important. Maybe whilst listening to this conversation, you're thinking, actually, I spend a lot of time doing this one thing And that isn't actually a priority. You know, sometimes these things happen. You just get into a pattern or a routine without really being conscious of it. Maybe you find yourself spending a ton of your time keeping your house immaculate or every evening without thinking about it, you switch on the TV and then you start scrolling TikTok. I mean, we've all been there, right? You have to honestly ask yourself how important this really is in comparison to your life and your goals and the bigger picture. 
And do not get me wrong. I don't mean, oh, you know, that one time you sit there, like every so often, fine. Like who cares, whatever. But if you're doing it every single night and you're struggling for time to do the things that are really important to you, it's definitely important to address this. One of the easiest ways to look at this is if I say yes to this, what am I saying no to? Let's circle back to the example I just gave. So if you say yes to four hours of Netflix every night, that means that you are actively choosing to say no to spending those four hours on whatever it is that you actually want to achieve. And, you know, you don't have to give up all four hours. You know, you could compromise half the time, play with it and see what really works for you. So this is my third point, which is check your phone. So this is the biggest time suck ever. Time spent on your phone. This one is super easy to do and it is a real eye-opener. You just have to check the usage on your phone, the settings, including social media usage. I had a client who was struggling to find time to write and was absolutely mortified to discover that she was accumulatively spending five hours a day on her phone. I mean, you can do a lot in five hours. It's a simple but brutally effective jolt to reality the next time we say that we don't have enough time for something. My fourth tip would be rest and sleep. This one might seem counterintuitive. And if you're sat there going, hang on a minute, I already do not have enough time to do the things I want to do. And you're now telling me to rest and sleep. How does that make sense? Well, I hear you, but just hear me out. A lack of consistent quality sleep and rest, which includes doing activities that bring you joy, are absolutely going to impair your ability to be able to function productively and therefore use your time wisely. We all know that groggy meh feeling, you know, when you're tired and you just feel uninspired and doing anything beyond the basic mandatory tasks just feels like hard work. It's, you know what I'm talking about, right? It's really hard to create from that place or to motivate yourself from that place. Oh, and especially to exercise discipline from that place when you feel so tired. So get some decent sleep and schedule time for restorative rest. Dedicate some time just doing things that light you up and bring you joy. And last, but definitely not least, this is probably the hardest exercise, but one of the most important ones. And it's the one that gets left to the last for a reason. So go deep. If after all of this, if you are, if you have freed up some time here and there and you are spending less time in the evenings doing, you know, Netflix and you are waking up a little bit earlier and you're finding these pockets of time, but somehow you are still procrastinating and you're doing everything but the thing that you said you would do because now you've got this free time and you're rearranging your wardrobe and planning the extension for the house or doing random stuff that doesn't need to be done, then it is time to step back and reflect on what it is that you're afraid of. Now, that might sound like a really bold statement. You might be going, whoa, I'm lacking in time. I'm not scared. But the thing is, it is ultimately our fear that holds us back. Fear of failure, fear of judgment from other people's opinions, fear of change, being scared that it's not going to be perfect and a lack of self-belief that we can even do the thing, being scared that we can't do it. All of these things play a huge role in why we procrastinate on things that are just so important to us. So what is it you're worried about? Where do you really want to place your value? Because that's what it comes down to. If you're valuing other people's opinions over creating something new for yourself, then it's going to cost you big. 
at this point, you really have to weigh up the cost of not making the time to do the thing. What would life look like for you if instead of giving into the fear, you acknowledge its existence, but continued on a path towards your goals regardless? You can still do that. The two things can exist side by side. You ask any hugely successful person whether or not they were worried about what people would think or were they absolutely sure it was going to work? Were they scared it was going to fail? I think you'd be really surprised by the answers. The most successful people in the world who have dominated in their fields, in their industries, have not boldly gone on without fear. They've gone on with fear, but they've gone on regardless. So you can do both. So try out a little self-belief you know, with the knowledge that you can learn whatever it is that you don't know along the way. There's no such thing as perfect. Change allows for growth and other people's opinions do not pay your bills. Okay. So those are my top five tips for taking back control of your time and effectively your life. I want to add a couple little side notes here. And I think it's super important to mention this when it comes to our mindset and achieving our goals and managing our time. So firstly would be this misconception that you need lots of time to accomplish your goals. And the reality is small fragments of time consistently spent doing little things towards your goals really do add up. Like do not underestimate the power of spending just one hour a day dedicated to pursuing your goals. One hour a day, that's seven hours a week. You do that over the course of two, three, you know, six months. I'm not good at math, so I'm not even going to try. But seriously, one hour a day will take you so much further than you could probably ever imagine. And you might even get into the groove of it. You know, you find you spend one hour a day after a month or two months, you start seeing all these results and you think, you know what? I could totally spend two hours a day or three hours a day. So don't be put off by thinking you need loads of time. You just need to be consistent with small fragments of time. The other thing that I would say is do not compare your journey to others. When you are looking around at other people who are doing something similar or have done something similar, it's really easy to see what they're doing and and think that it's easier for them for whatever reason. You think they have more, more time or more money or a better support system or whatever, but you can't compare your journey to other people's journeys you're on a different path. They are a different stage of their journey. If you're looking at them on, you know, you're sat at the bottom of the mountain and you're looking up at them and they're on the top of the mountain and going, oh, it's okay for them up there with that view. And, you know, they're there and that's cool, but I'm down here. They've already had to go through what you are trying to go through to get to the top. Nobody dropped them off there. Okay. So don't compare your journey to others. Focus on yourself. One of my favorite quotes is a a Teddy Roosevelt quote, and it is comparison is the thief of joy. So if you are going to compare yourself and your journey to others, and that is what's tripping you up from spending time to actually do the thing you want to do, it's going to suck the life and the joy out of doing it. So forget everyone else, draw inspiration, but do not compare. Focus on yourself. And finally, my, my other point that I'd like to make is one of the biggest misconceptions that people have on this topic is that they think they need willpower or motivation to do this. Now, both are great, but both can be fleeting and based on your current mood, which let's face it, just isn't a reliable source. It, that can depend on so many different things. In reality, what you need is discipline. 
Discipline is going to get you far greater results when it comes to achieving your goals. And how you manage your time is no exception. Discipline is like a muscle. The more you exercise it, the stronger it gets, the stronger you get, regardless of your approach or of your goals. Taking full responsibility of your time is the only way to create a space for your goals and your dreams to become a reality. And whilst you can't make more time, you can take control of how your time is spent. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button before you go. And if you found this episode useful, why not share it with someone else or leave a review over on the Apple Podcast Store. I'm super excited for you to join me again. But in the meantime, you can find me over at Instagram at Haley Scott Summers for a daily dose of inspiration. Until then, seek out magic, show up messy and believe in yourself. 